Welcome to Saturday Morning Chats, hosted by author, life coach, and mystic, Tanya Lampley, where you will hear inspiring views, hot topics, and a bevy of information intended to help you make your life over. Okay, so on today's Saturday Morning Chats, um, we are just discussing Herm Edwards and his marriage to, I think her name is Leah, and it appears as though she is quite a bit younger than him, and we're trying to figure out exactly how young, is really not clear on the internet, probably for obvious reasons. You may be mm. trying to suppress her age or to not let it get out but as you were saying if they were married in 2000 and she was 30 and she is 35 then that would have made her 14 definitely underage yeah. which yeah I mean he seems a little out there but I don't think even he would do something like that so I don't think he's been married to her for 20 years he may maybe he has but she I don't recall him being married yeah, I just pulled up Wikipedia. I mean, there's nothing really in here about his marriage. Or how long do if you just had to guess, how long do you think they? I thought married? they had been married for about ten years. For ten years, so he was married in two thousand and ten. So that's what I thought. Yeah, it looks like it's not readily available. We'll just say that. And so, here's the point that I wanted to make about that. Godspeed to him. Um, if that's what he wants to do, he's 67. She is pretty young. I mean, we can look at the pictures and tell she's a much younger, yeah, she's much younger woman. Younger. Um, I tend to have my own personal biases against those kinds of relationships. And I'm going to write um, a little bit about this in the book, The May-December Relationship. To me, it is, I'll, I'll put it this way. I think that when you enter into those kinds of relationships or connections you really do set yourself up for um, the potential for it just really not to last because of the fact that affinity is what makes life good affinity is what makes relationships good and the more points or scales that you're matched on with your partner the more satisfying the relationship is going to be so now if I'm 35 and you're 67, we're going to find it a little more difficult to match, to find common interests. You know, at 67, you may want to sit on the back porch and drink lemonade. At 35, I want to be up in the club with, you know, high heels on, a back out dress with a bottle of... Uh, you know, some expensive champagne, uh, a glass I'm sorry, of some expensive uh, champagne in my hand. And so it just makes life more difficult, you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> when I was a young girl, I actually found it gross, to be honest with you, <laughs> that when, when I can be with a guy that was my age and those old men would always try to step, they would always try to um, engage. And I just thought it, it just really was just not, very attractive to me. And so mm. we have this thing now where a lot of women are doing it because 
the older the man is, the more established he is. Sure. You know, a 22-year-old um, man is not going to have as much as a 60-year-old man, a 67-year-old man. Like, that is just facts in life. And so we live in a society where women have oftentimes been conditioned that it is a man's responsibility to take care of you. Mm -hmm. And when you're 22, it's much, much harder to do that. And I think that that is really um, one of the things that has gotten the world off kilter um, is that we have kind of conditioned women to rely on a man for their Mm -hmm. sustenance. And so they are kind of forfeiting satisfying relationships in pursuit of money and in pursuit of being taken care of as opposed to just connecting with someone that's your age, you like the same things, you're on the same point in your journey and just enjoying the relationship. Yeah. It's It's the epitome of dysfunction on both sides. Correct. It's dysfunction from the female's perspective because even beyond the female looking to that person to take care of them, whatever, that's that's been around for years. But it limits that female's capacity to reach her potential in other areas, to, to utilize that as a way to get to whatever financial stability she wants to get to. From the male perspective, dysfunction is it is reflected in the fact that you get a guy that's, let's say he's 65 and she's 35 or 40, whatever, 20, 25 year age difference. There is clearly a dysfunction. To me, there's a dysfunction of, I missed my time. I'm trying to reach back and mm-hmm. be something that maybe I wasn't 30 years ago or I'm, I'm reaching back into when I was this person, I was a 35 year old. 40-year-old vibrant man. I'm no longer that guy. So instead of relishing in the fact that transitioning through age, through through time and through life and different stages of your life, there there should be an appreciation for even that, for being a 40-year-old, for being a 50-year-old. Sure. Because in those stages, there are different aspects of life that are better. There are aspects of life when you are in your 60s yeah. that are better than they were when you are in your 20s. Exactly. There are aspects in your life that are better in their 30s, mostly physical, than they are when you are in your 60s or 70s. But what the true lesson, I think, is to relish and respect the value of whatever whatever period of life you're in and whatever positives there are in that portion of your life. Because there are in each stage of your life different areas that are better than they were. In sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I was saying, I think it, it does become a little bit more challenging. And I think you forfeit, you forfeit some of the pleasure of being in um, a relationship with someone that you're completely matched to when yeah. you have those wide gaps in age. And so let me clarify, we're kind of out here, but I just went back and I looked it looks like the marriage date of 2000 might be accurate. They look like they have children that are like teen or preteen. So I don't think she's 35. I don't think she's so. definitely not 67 because she's got kids that look like they're in junior I high school. I think she might be 55. I think that 35 might be what she was. But that's still a 12, 15 year 
Yeah, so that may not be as egregious as I as I originally thought. But even but that, it's, even even that, that yeah, I even would that, agree, it, is yeah. that you know, affinity is 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 such a huge deal, and I talk about that a lot. And I was saying this even to someone the other day that when you do find, um, and I'm not against it, and some people are going to say, "Well, she's just against interracial marriage," and da da da, and it has nothing to do with that. What I'm after is the happiness of a human being. And so these are just my observations. Um, and I do a lot of study across discipline and a lot of observation of the universe. And I have my own marriage as a classroom. One of the reasons why we have been married for so long and one of the reasons why we are so close and we've, been, we've managed to maintain a strong connection even in times of difficulty is because we are matched on so many points. Yeah. Morality, work ethic, um, even the food we eat, yeah. even um, yeah. the way that we take care of our exercise, bodies. Yeah. Exercise, yeah. Exercise. We are fairly matched with few exceptions. E and one of those things, we... you're way more structured than I am. Yeah. But um, other than that, I mean, we even are... Even our value systems are pretty aligned. Good. Exactly. Pretty much aligned, yeah. Yeah, and so it makes for a satisfying partnership. Now, let's... let's, let's Let's uh, say part of that was luck. It you, was. You, you don't correct. go into a relationship knowing, knowing that. that all but of that I'm is going to I'm trying to now, yeah. that I know that yeah. this is one of the secrets to it, I'm trying yeah. to teach people how to do it intentionally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You and I were just random, yeah. ran into each other. And I think we felt it back then, even yeah. like you didn't want children, you didn't want any more children, I didn't want kids. And so we knew we were yeah. kind of matched, but... There was no intentionality behind it. I knew when you ate my popcorn, <laughs> that was going to be the girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was saying this yeah. to someone the other day that you and I can be riding in a car and hear a song from like the 70s. And because we have a shared experience of how mm -hmm. we both grew up, yeah. um, you know, in kind of a hard background, kind of like in... Um, the hood um, impoverished. impoverished let's just be honest about it I didn't, want to, I didn't want to throw a little shade on our parents but well i was talking about you but <laughs> <laughs> impoverished like we yeah. have a shared commonality there so our conversations around that are the same and you and i can hear a song from that time sure. period and i mean we can um find a point of connection, a fondness, a memory, just right there around right an Isley Brothers period. song yeah. or the Commodore. James Taylor. And so if you are uh, from an Indian background and someone else is Chinese, um, they may have differences in how each culture manages money or how they raise children. And here is the thing. The more points of disagreement that you have, the more... Um, opportunities for arguing the more stress it creates stress yeah for contention yeah. um yeah yeah and so that is the thing is just when you're looking for a partnership love is definitely very important sure but if you can find love and also find alignment man you're looking at a pretty satisfying uh, right, I, and I think that's why so many marriages are breaking down because they're not being more intentional about that process. I think there is actually affinity even in love. The way people love and their love languages, there's even affinity there. 
Sure. I, I think there's there's the because you and I are kind of in some respects homebodies and sure. we like certain things. Yeah. And, but I think there's a love a love language that we share that a lot of couples that are that are, seem to get along have that same type of love language. So even in that love, there's affinity. There's affinity, so, and that is what people should be looking for. Love is the number one criteria. You and, have to love a person. And just built in age just just tends to be one of those affinity things you cannot you cannot turn your back on because sure. a 30 year old I'm thinking about even me at 50 at my age now versus who I was and the things the way I looked at life 30 years ago good bad or indifferent have changed no doubt I, I, I think it was uh Kareem Abdul-Jabbar I think may have said this if if you don't think differently now than when you when you did 30 years ago, you've wasted 30 years. Sure. So, I could imagine yeah. being in a relationship with a 30-year-old guy, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't see. Like, right. I need to get new glasses. Yeah. And I think oftentimes what some women do when they're older in relationships like that is they just hide it. Yeah. You still need yeah. the glasses. You're just not talking Inauthentic. about it. I can come to you like, I cannot see that. Can you tell and me say, no, what that I, says? I'm like, I can barely see it. I can see it a little better, maybe. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I would love to see people just be more intentional about that process. You're just going to find a more satisfying relationship. Well, and the divorce rates would go down if we gave it more thought. You know, it, it's interesting that typically when people end up together, the, the traditional way, the, the conventional way, the way that generally works is, you find people that are in a kind of that same age group, three, maybe th one to three years difference in age. You're kind of at that same stage of life. You have things that you like. You like them together. You end up doing things together. You end up going through trials together. And because you're going through these things at the same time, you're at the same age, you have the same, you find, you find, you discover those affinities. You and do. I think that's how it in a traditional and normal conventional way that's really how it should wait should work and part of the problem now is with social media and the different ways you can meet people mm. and the the rush to meet people and quote get married and get together i think that kind of puts puts slices up what should be the normal way of, of courting I, I don't think the the normal mode of courting is normal anymore. There's a different norm to yeah. courting, sure. whether it be Tinder or, or whatever these other sure. <laughs> other outlets are that people meet each other. Hookups. Hookups. I, I don't think that's, for lack of a better word, natural. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. It's not a natural way of building a relationship from sure. start to finish. Sure. And I see all those girls <laughs> and they're like, you know, he did this via text and I'm like, what in the world? Like yeah. a man is not going to step to you with all of that. Yeah. And so we've just kind of lost, like you're saying, we just kind of lost the, the art of um, courting and the relationship dynamic is changing. And yeah. so this could be just how it's going to be from here on out because the younger generation is um, so tied to technology, but I hope we see it evolve um, even in the use of technology, see it evolve into what, makes sense yeah. like you know you are um having a relationship with a person 
and you all are only communicating via text. I mean, that is ridiculous. There's there's certain things that connect you, like hearing the tone of voice, um, understanding things like inflection. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just really bizarre. Yeah. And I think that it is um, kind of like half-stepping. Yeah, and that's that's permeating all aspects of life, from work to to relationships and otherwise. But let, I have this question for you. It just came to my mind. Sure. Do you think that our views, not yours and mine, but general, the general views on sex and sexuality has impacted this need to, for older guys to find younger women and for younger women to hook up with older guys. Do you think there's a sexual aspect? Because I, I believe that there's a hypersexuality. We're in this, this stage that kind of in the seventies where there is this hypersexuality. I think that's prevalent now, and, and I just wonder aloud. I'm going to ask you the question: Is that part of the reason we're seeing these less than conventional relationships become? Prominent? You mean be, uh, because we're kind of like in another uh, sexual renaissance yes. or revolution kind of a thing, right? Um, are we saying, I, I think that that probably is true with, um, older woman, younger male. Okay. okay. Um, I don't necessarily <laughs> see that the case in reverse. I think that what you're seeing in reverse is that same old patriarchal conditioning that is saying that a man is kind of like that guy. If he can pull younger woman, mm. younger women, I think that so it's that, an ego thing. I think it's an ego thing. I think that there is that thing when, um, you know, and this kind of really, it, it's been since the beginning of time, but just in my um, recollection in the 70s, it kind of got really popular um, with, you know, your super fives and James Bond and all those guys hit, like they had like beautiful women. The women were often younger. They didn't like the moms and the women in my neighborhood on my block. That's for sure. Um, and so I think that there is still a patriarchal remnant of that to where men oftentimes think, um, if I have a younger woman, then that says to everybody that I, that I am that dude, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I think that is still out there, but mm-hmm. I think, I it's think that's shi- a big part of it. I yeah. think it's shifting a little bit and I'm going to tell you why, because as we have evolved, as we have um, gotten less in tune with our spiritual natures and as we um, uh, deflect from um, what is good and what is right, I'm trying to be careful in how I say this, Mm -hmm. you now have women who will uh, capitalize and exploit those men. Mm-hmm. You see, Rom. It yeah. used to be it was a one-way sure. game. The sure. man game the woman. Sure. I'm going to use you uh, because you're young, sure. and I'm going to have uh, great sex with you, and I'm going to take you and parade you around to all of my friends, and I'm going to be the man. Mm-hmm. It used to be just kind of like a one-way game. Mm-hmm. Now the women balancing the are yeah, they're dishing it right back. Sure. In other words is changing in that a lot of these women are now manipulating using these men. And so 
I think at one time it used to be a man that had a younger woman. He was praised and he was mm -hmm. lauded and heralded. But I think now we're starting to see that change to where when you see that, you're like, mm, he's just being used by sure. her. Like, and you, I mean, you can be you can be open about what the use part is. Yeah. Used financially, she sure. may have a couple babies and exactly. get child support. That's the get... first thing those women yeah. are going to do. Yeah. You and I have noticed that when yeah, they get with absolutely. those guys with money. Absolutely. I mean, they are pregnant like in a matter of months. It's interesting that uh, I think Michael Jordan's wife is maybe 20 years older, uh, younger than he is, somewhere about that. Right? And I think she had twins immediately. Maybe, maybe they have three kids now, but mm -hmm. it was it was very shortly after they got married, she had kids. And Michael Jordan's billionaire, and so I I don't want to uh, judge what their relationship is about. I just I don't want to do that. Sure, but it, and we're it, just speaking in general. Yeah, it, but it does really fit the say, profile. Yeah, it the and profile. love is love, and there are people that are going to love across age, Absolutely. across race, across. I'm just and speaking generally. Generally speaking, yeah. Generally speaking, and, yeah. and you you know you and I have talked about this in other podcasts. You can usually tell when relationships number one look right. Sure. And number two, feel right. Yeah. yeah. I, I know that I've, I've had people tell me, and you have too, that you and I kind of seem right. Sure. It's affinity. It, it's, it's affinity. It's affinity. And, and it's, it's, to me, it's not, it's affinity, but it's also, I think it's a, it's a physical, I think physiologically you find people typically are, Matched. Are matched. Sure. Uh, intellectually. Sure. They typically are matched, but that's the, that affinity you are talking about. But you can almost see certain relationships, and I, and this is not to judge them. You can see where people, what we would say, they don't look right. <laughs> it looks. That's what off. We, it looks. It looks. And off. It definitely looks yeah. off when you start seeing like twenty and thirty and forty year age yeah. differences. I mean, it is. Remember Anna Nicole Smith did that. I mean, it just that's is the, that's silly. The most, yeah. It is just silly. Well, and and who's the actor who just shot the accidentally shot the woman? Alec Baldwin. Uh huh. So his wife. It's pretty young. Is very young. Not pretty mm -hmm. young. Very young. And I think she has four kids by him. And I he's mean, in his 60s. And I think that now we're seeing that shift a little bit to yeah. where now when you see that, it used to be back in the day, but like when I was uh, younger, you would see uh, uh, an older guy who was able to get younger women. And there was just this uh, praise. There was this just um, just level of respect that they could command. And I think now yeah. when you see that, it is less of that respect. And it's, all, <laughs> it's mm. almost like, mm. Like there's a little bit of pity, yeah, yeah. almost because yeah. um now the women have just gotten bolder and they're like, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna make it worth my time. You're gonna pay my rent. You're gonna get my hair done. I'm gonna um potentially even divorce you after three or four or five years yeah. and take um all your money. Yeah. And so um the women have learned how to game the system. It used to be they were taken advantage of, but not anymore. And so it's unfortunate. So. I'll sum all of this up because I have another um, point I'd like to bring up to you. But I'll sum all of this up by saying that, you know, as you're moving through life and as you're considering um, a relationship, look for points of affinity. I know that they say opposites <laughs> attract, but opposites will lead you to divorce because the more <laughs> areas 
that you're not aligned, you're going to find uh, points to argue and fight and disagree over. You and I have never in 30 years had a fight over money. Yeah, yeah. We've had fights. Yeah. We've never had a fight over money. Yeah. And that's because we're aligned. Yeah. Like, you know what? We have a few differences, but generally speaking, I'm a little bit more of a saver than you, but generally speaking, if we had to sit down and write down our philosophy about money, mm, it would be the same. Yeah. So we don't fight about right. that. We don't fight right. about what's coming in. We don't fight about what's, what's going, going out. Now. And so the more that you can do that, yeah. the more satisfying your relationship is. And, going and, to be. I, and I'll speak to the opposite attract. I, I don't necessarily believe that that is the best way to go. But I do believe that if there are a few areas where you are strength, weakness, strength, weakness, and you're sure. different, you can actually build a stronger relationship by, by capitalizing on that. But in generally, it's, in general, it's that 80-20 thing. 80% is going to be kind of similar. The other 20% that might be different, if you can work that out and capitalize They can actually on, strengthen your relationship. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's, they can. Because that, you and I have found balance right. with some of the points where we're not exactly, exactly aligned. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that is the takeaway from that. But yes. I wanted to bring up another pop culture topic with you. It's an interesting one, and I'm not 100% sure where I stand on this yet, and that's usually the case when I come to talk about these issues with you, these uh, Saturday morning chats that we always have. But um, I was watching Love and Marriage Huntsville and Martel Holt, he's got his issues, um, kind of strolls into Melody Holt's release party. And right. he makes a comment about that song is about me. For those who aren't yeah, familiar you may want to with this you may particular want to yeah. uh, show, Love and Marriage Huntsville is a re reality TV show. And two of the characters on there have gone through a horrible divorce. And so Martel Holt is um, not doing very well, uh, unfortunately. At one point, I think they were kind of like a million dollar. They were like a, the it couple, a million dollar couple. And they split. And so... The wife is doing well. She's getting business deals. She's thriving. The husband is not faring as well. He's losing pretty much everything. And this is public. This is not my opinion about he what's going that. on. He yeah, he's that. been very public that he's lost everything mm -hmm. um, from the divorce. And so he pretty much has almost been considered for lack of a better word and not the best word, a pariah. Um, just because of the way that he's behaved. He had an affair. It's just a nightmare. So the wife, Melody Holt, it has just released an album and she was having a release party. He strolls into her release party and he was uninvited. And he makes a comment that the song that is getting all of this um, attention and getting all these accolades is about me. And so I think I deserve my... 50%. Is and what I he said. What that's he said. what he said. And yeah. I thought, you know, that's an interesting concept. And I don't know what the law is mm. on it, but I just thought, mm. is there any merit or truth wow. to that? Yeah. Because the first thing you have to do is you have to take the emotion out of it. When, okay. when we're talking about something like this, 
anybody looking at this can ease can very easily say he he's he's at fault blah 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 he doesn't deserve anything but take that emotion out of it and let's say let's flip it and he was doing something a song like that she didn't have money and he was the one that again caused the damage to the marriage through infidelity whatever but he was doing a song about her and he was profiting off of it so that's why I want to take the emotion out of right. it and say, okay, let's not let's not get into the 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 relationship and what, ha but let's get into the the legality, let's call it, of whether he is entitled entitled to a portion of those proceeds. Now, my 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 initial reaction would be no. Right. That's my initial sure. reaction. But I but I want to dig deeper. Yeah. I want to dig deeper yeah, and that's say, why okay, I to bring it up. No is my initial reaction, but is there a way that he has an argument because the song is about is him? About him. And, and truthfully, it's kind of unauthorized. That, and I'm, I'm talking legally. Sure. I'm not saying she didn't have the right to do it, but I'm just saying legally you can make a case that it's, a, it's an un unauthorized reflection on their relationship. It's unauthorized legally because he didn't, you know, you, you can get into slander and all these other things. Sure. Since he didn't authorize that, you can make a case that unless he authorized it, it shouldn't be out there. And she never named him. She did I don't think so. Maybe, you know, I don't know she what did. the legality is. Yeah. And the reason why it triggered a thought in my mind is because I've really been enjoying Adele's new album. Mm -hmm. Her entire album is about her marriage, which well. just dissolved. Well, exactly. Now, in the in the settlement, he got like one hundred and forty million dollars. So I'm sure he's like, sing your butt off. Like, yeah. who cares? And they may have had an agreement. They, they may that, have had an agreement. agreement. But it just it just when he said that, I thought, well, I don't think he's entitled to anything. But is he? It just kind of that. Yeah. You know, it, it, legally, I don't think so. Um it it just in my mind it, I trigger like you know what if you capitalize on a situation that is a direct result of someone else yeah um are they entitled to some level of compensation and I I don't know what the answer is uh, to that my my first brush is like you is to say get out of here but yeah and, and mine is but as I think about it I believe there's there's likely been cases where people had sued because their name or something else about them was in a song. She didn't name she him. She didn't name him. But I think in the court of law, I think if they were to take this to court and and he argued the fact that you're talking about me and, and everybody song, knows it. And everybody and knows it. I think he would win that it. argument. Yeah. I think he would win that argument. So let's let's just take it from the place of okay, the song's about him. <laughs> she could say it's not, but if you listen to the song. And I've heard words. It's probably everybody knows it's about it's him about because him. it's public. Yeah, it's public. It's public. And so I don't know if legally what's going to happen, but yeah. I mean, he does seem a little bit um, snaky, for lack yeah. of a better word. I have a feeling he's probably going to lawyer up. He probably will. and see what he can do, especially if that song. Gets he may really have already big. lawyered up. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. may have already lawyered and up. And so I thought, you know, that's an interesting, that's an interesting thing, like. You know, I can see if there's a relationship is splits and then that person gets rich, just like Adele. Yeah. She's very public. She's very That public. this album is me uh, lamenting, pouring out my soul about my misery in this relationship. And 
while she hasn't really defamed her ex-husband, there is just a a, a complete, totally human phenomena that happens um, that when we hear her saying how unhappy she was, we are going to attribute that to him. Yeah. You yeah, know, and, and, and we're going to wonder, well, what was he doing? What absolutely. was going on? Absolutely. And da, 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 da. Now, like I said, he got 140 million before yeah. the album dropped. That may yeah. have been why she did it. Because she's like, I don't want no mess out of you. And she may have had I some I need you to sign something. it, yeah. Yeah. get your money, and, move and go. On. Yeah. That yeah. may have been how that really worked out. You know, it's funny, though. It's interesting. It's not really funny. The uh, Martell and Melody, I, w- I can almost point to what may have triggered <laughs> his going to that party. Because I'm sure they see these episodes. I don't know if they see them in advance. But when Marceau said to Melody, when Martel stormed out of the room, he said, and he, it was so yeah. true, yeah. he said, he's acting that way because you're winning. Yeah. I could see a guy like Martel Ego, ego on both shoulders, dragging him, seeing that and saying, "Well, I'll show them." She may have, she may have gotten it today, but I'm going to get mine tomorrow. I, I could yeah. see a guy like that. And the unfortunate oh. thing is, while he's spending so much energy worrying about what she's doing and fighting with her, he needs to be. He needs to be build, studying for his, his realtor Biden license. Says, his build back better. He needs to get his build to, to build right. his license. Right. His body would say, build back better. Like you're wasting so much time. And I, and I don't want to bash the guy sure, because he's kind of down. down on his luck. Yeah. But, but, you know, he, he created a lot. He did. He did create it all. And then that's the other argument. It said, well, you know, all the pain and anguish and suffering that he called her, she is allowed to speak her truth. She is allowed as an artist to tell her experiences. So he probably doesn't have a legal um, right. But, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not either. I'm not sure. I I agree with you, though. To me, that that should be the be all and end all. She should be able to tell her story. That's going to have to to be decided by a jury, I think, if it ever went to court. Because there's strong cases on both sides. Absolutely. You wouldn't have it if it was not for me. And the second issue is that you've defamed me because everyone knows. But then she could probably say you defamed yourself because you were on the show and the whole thing was public. So I don't think that he's going to have any kind of legal recourse. But I just thought it was an interesting argument. I I think he I don't know either. and, And I think as we've watched these episodes, it almost feels like he was almost setting this up over time. He does try to defend his uh, his his image and his what's being image, said yeah. about him. And I, I can remember an episode where he talked about where how she was nothing before she got with him. Yeah. How he built wow. her up and she's wow. she's where she is. Yeah. Essentially because of him. Now I'm paraphrasing. I'm not saying sure. exactly how, but right. you could you could glean from what he was saying that that's yeah. what he was saying. Yeah. And even if he wasn't doing it on purpose. He may go back to those scenes, and I don't want to give him any ideas, but but say this is what I was talking about I, the whole time, and now she's she's monetizing things that were created by my brilliance, my brilliance to go out there and wow. cheat and, and have a baby out of yeah, it's kind of crazy, sure. kind of crazy. So, but 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 th- that's a that's an interesting. But he swaggered in there and he's like, he sure you know is. what? I need to get my fifty percent. I thought, uh oh, 
He's yeah. about to make trouble. He's about to make big trouble. He's about to make trouble. And so you never know if he's talking to lawyers already and they may be telling him you have a case. I, you know, I don't know. Now, I don't know if this once you divorce because they are divorced. Aren't they, they are Is divorced. It finalized? I think it's finalized. Maybe yeah. once it's finalized, it's just like you missed your shot. Yeah. He may be now, a defamation charge. Do you think, do you think that part of his get back, and we'll just call it quote get back, is a function of his desire to actually be with Melody. I he, do. The fact that he he really misses her. You can you you can see, at least I can see it, it looks like to me that he he yearns for her. Yeah. And I think that's the mistake that a lot of men make is that they just they mess up and then they realize they messed up. Then they realize she that becomes the, the one that the got woman away. that they messed up with, you know, kinda I mean, I don't want to defame that woman. I don't know anything about her. But if she was all that, he would have went on with her and built a life with her and just kept it moving. The mistress. The mistress. And yeah. so yeah. that is just like textbook cheating. Yeah. You get there and you find out it wasn't what you had. And then you try to come scrambling back. Now, historically, we've seen it such that women, generally speaking, always took the man back. But we're starting to see that change. Now well, that she did. Women can, yeah. She did. And now that women have figured out that I can yeah. support myself, you yeah. know, all that stuff is starting to shift. The game, game the chess, changed. the chess match yeah. is starting to look yeah. uh, different and women are starting to get a little bit more in the power mm -hmm. seat with all this stuff. It used to be king me. Now yeah. it's queen me. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And so uh, we'll see Well, what good happens. for her because I, I think the thing that troubles me about their relationship now for Melody is, and it's understandable, she tends to let him get under her skin. Yeah. And and it takes her off of this really great path that I think she's on to, yeah. to something really, really big. Yeah. And I don't I don't I'm not criticizing her for being human sure. and letting those things affect her. Sure. That's just human nature. What I what troubles me is that I think it can get her off her path. Of course, it and can. And she's on. I, she's That's love attraction. Absolutely. That's all kinds yeah. of stuff coming into play there. Yeah. But she usually will get it back. She pulls it. Together. She usually yeah, she will. You know, I did a podcast about this um, the other day that sometimes I fall off the horse, but the difference is that now I know to as soon as I recognize it, like, hey, you're out of pocket, then just get back, get on, the back on the horse. And she yeah. tends to. She tends to go back like the other day I saw in the clip they were arguing. He called her a, some kind of slut and she just laughed. She did. Like yeah. she just didn't yeah. get triggered by yeah. it yeah. at all. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> interesting. Very. It's going to be interesting to see how all of that turns out because there's, you know, there's the dynamic of their relationship, but there's also the dynamic of the four kids they have together and how it's going to affect them. You know, you and I see things in the kids even now yeah. that 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 trouble us, and that's that's to be expected. And I'm saying four kids. There's actually five kids involved now with his. And what he doesn't understand is that his legacy is such that as they get older, the unfortunate thing about the times we live in and celebrity, there is a record of his failure yeah. everywhere on the internet, and his children and his daughters. Are going to be able to see that, yeah. and um, it's just not gonna is not gonna bode very well for him. If if it were me, 
I would slowly start tiptoeing mm. out of this yeah. entire scenario. Yeah, and <clears throat> the thing with Martel that is glaringly apparent is that in a lot of ways, he's not the worst dude in the world. Right. But but in those moments where his ego, yes. we've talked about That's ego. That's what it is, yeah. When that ego, and he knows it. <clears throat> yeah. he, he, he has even said in certain situations, I can't just take that. I can't just, yeah. well, that's your ego talk. Yeah. And when he gets into that mode where his ego takes over from what is reality, that's what's gotten him into trouble. Quite frankly, I, tell, I, I, I say this all the time. The guys that typically cheat and have kids, that's typically what it is, ego. Yeah. They, ha they, ha they, they aren't self-confident enough to live their lives happily as they are. They're insecure, yeah, and that ego takes over it, and that's he's textbook. And I, and again, I don't think he's really the worst guy in the world because sure. he's show he's and, and Melody even says he's a good father. He, yeah. he's a, he's he's in a lot of ways a good guy, but he's got some he's got some some ego demons that he really needs to work out. So I I hope he spends more time with that therapist that comes on the show. Sure. He tends to get through to people. Yeah, he tends to get through. To I people. like that guy. Yeah, Martel is just, oh my gosh. And he has no idea um, the damage that he's doing when his sons get older and they're going to yeah. see how he talked to his mother. Like yeah. he called her a slut the other day. And mm. They're not going to appreciate that. No. You know, they're no. not going to appreciate that. And so if it were me and I was him, I would slowly start trying to shift this narrative in the public yeah. for the record. I would support the children's mother. I would try to build my business back, yeah. you know, so that the kids could see, okay, I, I, I was human, I fell short, mm -hmm. I made a mistake, and this is who I became after I realized what I had done. All, all those things you are saying are true, and it's going to take a level of humility from Martel that, in my estimation, he does not have right now. Sure. But but if he can do those things, he can he can bounce back if he would humble himself and humble himself to his weaknesses, to his ego. That that's a that's and you're right. And one of his biggest Achilles heels is that he's under that old again, that patriarchal conditioning is so strong. He's under that old conditioning that's that said that women were property, that women were um, servants to men yeah. that, um, you know, that old notion that a woman doesn't have a right to be a human being, mm -hmm. right? You are what I say you are. Yeah. You do what I tell you to do. And your role is simply to be a reflection of me, yeah. right? Yeah. When I come in the room with the other men, they need to be able to look at you and you need to reflect, um, a certain way on me, Yeah, you know, oh, we yeah. still tied to that that's 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 it's it's almost gone well and you know the truly ironic part about that with him and you and i talk about this a lot is that if he really looked at his situation let's say five years ago and saw melody for who she was she was really she appeared to be the one driving the success of their 
finances. Yeah. Uh, and she was pretty she much was like, running you know the what? home. You're never here. You're right. never, I'm always right. here. And little did she know he was <laughs> laid up in the bed with someone. Could you imagine? But she you, was just like, you're never you around. No, no. Not, not the laid up in the bed. You know? <laughs> That's the ultimate in dishonor. But 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 my my bigger point is that if he would see her for who she is, and and that's that's a big challenge for men in general. General, and that's where that's this patriarchy you're talking about. If he sees her for who she is, he would see her value. Yeah. They could have blown this world yeah. apart. They, they, were they were starting millionaires. To, they were starting to do it. But I'm saying they really yeah. were on track to say, we are just nationally and internationally big. Sure. And because he couldn't see her value and his ego got in and the way of shift. that. And shift. Yeah. That's, and I think that there was a part of him that knew he was dead weight. Yeah. And oftentimes <laughs> men's egos get triggered yeah. when they realize, you know what, yeah. she can run this whole thing without me. She's doing it now. And she, that's when her they world start is still and big. they go down and they find the little yeah. person over here Massage that just the ego. looks at you and just like, oh, you're everything. And the wife is like, mm. Yeah. Even if his, it wasn't for me, this whole thing would implode. Yeah. Even his, what almost appears to be obsession with working out because he 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 yeah. looks like a muscle head now yeah i mean he really does he, he was always fit sure but now he looks like he's taking it Just to out an of control yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well and i'm a, and i i love i love fitness but there seems to be something going on there. sure <laughs> and we wish them well i yeah. will say this both of them um the beautiful thing about life is that through the stories of others we often learn about ourselves and yeah. our own dysfunction and so you know, we bring these kinds of things to um, Saturday morning chats, not to make a mockery of people, but so that other people or judge, can look or, at, or, or, or judge, judge yeah. yeah, so that other people can look at their situation and say, "Hey, you know what? We thank you for their example, and how can I live my life better?" Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. thank you for showing us um, what it looks like when it's not really working, mm -hmm. and when it's not um, the highest and best. Mm -hmm and empowering us to make different choices and we appreciate their example sure. and you know we live in a time now where people are willing to be authentic and to come forward um and display um who they are and display their dysfunction and we are eternally grateful for that so yeah, if you're if you're around you know i always say if you're around people long enough they can't help but display who they are that is true that's how life works and we're going to end right there. Thanks for talking with me. Thanks for listening. It means so much to me that you would take time out of your busy day to join me on this podcast. And I hope you find the information here inspiring. Do me a favor. Visit my website at www.tanyalampley.com and get connected to me there. There's a newsletter where you can sign up for information about some of the things that I have coming down the pike. I have a book that is in the works and just some really good things that I am eager to get out into the marketplace that will inspire people to live their lives to the complete fullest. And there's links there for my Twitter, my Facebook page and 
if you would share it, I want to reach as many people as possible. We just aren't doing enough. We just aren't being intentional about building lives that are satisfactory. And I really want to be a catalyst for that level of change. So I hope you consider passing it along and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing.